Hello and welcome to episode 77 of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. It almost didn't happen. <laughs> Mid-Off, because my midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. I'm your host, Ross. Let me introduce the team. The boy from the wrong side of the tracks come good. Welcome, David. Uh, there's a little um, saying, mate. If you're not punctual, you're a fucking idiot. And um, I think that rings true. <laughs> I think that rings true very, very much right now. Save it for the podcast, mate. Save it for the podcast. <laughs> A man who has said Shane Watson modelled his game on. Welcome, Michael. Hello, gents. Australia's number one Mitch Marsh fan and our guru. Welcome, Alex. G'day, fellas. And uh, just to our listeners, we're back on Skype after a sojourn mm. to Discord, which yep. was absolutely nightmarish to start this thing. So <laughs> oh, yeah. hopefully There's Skype a... holds in like it used to. Mm. There are a few have, have a good little potty today, fellas. <laughs> There's a few little issues happened, weren't there? Yeah. What are you talking and about? Imagine... We're only half an hour late. <laughs> yeah. Twenty-five. Today we are in the quadrangled Frederick Harold Sock Company Studios. This is a Brig Blood production brought to you by Tier One sponsors for 2018: Brits Diablo, Poor Man's Yoho Diablo, Gateway Drug <laughs> to Fire Twirling, Whacker, Sun in Your Eyes, Since '75, Dot Matrix Printing Company, The Tractor Paper Company, <laughs> Snakeboard, Discounting Kneecap Since 1991, Pyramid <laughs> Bank, Channel 31, Bilo, Video Easy, Get It First Time or Get It Free. <laughs> Don't forget our merchandise on Redbubble. Check out the hats. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so first up, it's national team talk, and Australia's uh, tour of the UAE to play Pakistan is in full swing. They had one practice match against Pakistan A. Yep. And um, there's a few interesting selections there. Uh, Mick Nisa played, uh, but uh, Pierre Siddle did not. And uh, Nate Lyon, Johnny Holland uh, were the two spin bowlers chosen. So I would say that that's probably the lineup that Australia will go for in the Test match. By the look of things, I reckon they. I think they um, like. Oh, go ball! I'm just going to say they left Pierre out because you'll overheat with his beanie. So um, <laughs> obviously, UAE and England are two different sort of climbs. Uh, so I think they've just said, oh, look, we don't need you having fucking heat stroke every second over. So just <laughs> this one out, mate, until we can surgically remove that beanie from your bonds. <laughs> yeah, very interesting. Um, with the bat, there was some notable performance. Well, with the first in the field, it was um, Matt Renshaw who got hit in the bongo. So, Talking um, of bongos. I've heard yeah. that they've, um, they've introduced this as a, um, a tribute to Justin Langer, who loved getting smashed in the head. So, uh, <laughs> new coach, and they've just said, all right, everyone, let's get around fucking Alfie, and let's all get smashed in the head once at least. <laughs> right, yes. I think they so, brought Makai um, and Tini over to bowl it a bit. Uh, Nathan Lyon bowled 39 overs, took 8 for 103 in the first innings. Gear eight, 8 for. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I normally and, just um, take 8 for 21, but that's alright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe because um, uh, Renshaw wasn't available, the openers for Australia's innings were um, Kamashwa and Aaron Finch. Big fat Finchy. Uh, he made 54. Sean Marsh batted at 3, he made 94. Mitch Marsh made 162. Travis Head made 90 not out, and our man, the flying lasagna, Manus Labu Hagmi, made 39 not out. Yeah. The bison yes. with a bull hundred. 
Yes. As in, as in the big bull was instead of a daddy hundred. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, 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 the mate, dad yeah. of a bison. Didn't really work. Bull under right. right. <laughs> yeah. I agree. It's sort of too confusing with a guy in a podcast called Bull. Yeah. So I wasn't yeah. referring to you, David. Uh, certainly I did like there's a big daddy hundred. Mm. Yeah. I did like the big news piece out of that test match was that the marshes batted together for like a hundred and something run partnership, but barely spoke to each other, and that was some like big revelation that um you know two brothers batted that long and didn't speak to each other yeah it's <laughs> it's the only story you hear about the war twins and yeah. I've, I've batted with my brother uh, on many occasions uh, certainly didn't have as much opportunity to talk to him because usually i'd get out straight away uh, i thought we'd never <laughs> fucking said anything to each other either what are you supposed to talk about it's the same yeah. when you bat with any other fucking idiot you don't talk to him you just say look dickhead get off strike get me back on strike i'm going okay here well, you could ask, how's mum? Yeah, she's good. <laughs> how's dad? Yeah, he's alright, yeah. He's alright, yeah. Yeah, no, like, that's... I just don't get why people are so obsessed with that. Like, I yeah. bet... Yeah. Like, whenever I bet, I usually walk up the other bloke and go, yep, good work, keep it going, and turn around and walk back to where I'm standing. <laughs> yeah. well, that's... Uh, anyway. Yeah, so... Um, go, Ross, go. Just... Yeah, continuing with this tour match, um, Pakistan did a, uh, I don't know, sneaky thing or whatever they wanted to do. They didn't name any spinners in the... It was a strong Pakistan A lineup, but there are no front-line spinners in there. So a couple of the batsmen are part-time spinners. So Iftikhar Ahmed sent down 65 oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> <hell>. <laughs> I wonder why made 160. He was only... Oh, no, he was it's, only so, g- it's so mm. good. It's like, you're not good enough to be in Pakistan's team, so you'll bat <laughs> as a batsman. And also, how often do you bowl 65? Well, I bowled 10 in one match before. Well, you can bowl 65 in <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, the Australians, yeah, it's faced 170 overs, which is probably the first time they've done that in 15 years. <laughs> and that bloke sent down 65 overs. The other part-time <laughs> spinner, Asad Shafiq, sent down 33. But they didn't go for too many runs per over. So it's 2.2 and 3.8. So well, I hear, so Ross, that the Australians yep. just sort of went out like any practice match and just, just treat it like a net session. So oh, it right, wouldn't have yeah. been too expensive. So they, just work they didn't, on your game out there. Oh, they didn't play their natural game? That's disappointing because that's all they do in test matches. They don't yeah. actually adapt to the situation. I'm hmm. surprised yeah. we didn't get rolled for 20 then if we didn't play it. <laughs> the interesting, interesting thing about the bowling mm. lineup was, but the two quicks who opened the bowling actually have been in the test side and a good chance to play in the yeah. test side yes, as well. Yes, that's right. Yes, it yeah. was um, uh, Rahit Ali and... Oh, was that the... Uh, uh, what was the other no, guy's I can't, name? I can't remember. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, they've both been rusty. in the test yeah. side recently anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's Wackus Maxud, according to this. But I think it was Wahab Riaz. He's the yeah, bloke who got up... Was. Um, yeah. is, Riaz got up the nose of Shane Watson there in that World Cup quarter final in Adelaide a few years ago. Oh, pretty yeah. sharp. Yeah, that's right. Sharpish, in fact. Uh-huh. Uh, John <laughs> Holland, 5 for 79 in the second dig. Dutchy. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, our man Manus, seven overs, none for 20. So just showing his versatility. That's it. hold him in good stead. That'll get him in. Oh, yep. some leggies, young lasagna. Oh, that, he sure does. Yeah. Now, Australia may field... This is Dan Braddock in Dubai. Australia may field as many as four debutantes. Finch, wow. Head, Manus and Nisa. Wow. The most in a single match since World Series cricket in the 1970s. Hmm. Really? 
Yeah, yeah, how many times did we play when fucking Joe Betty, if any, played? Oh, yeah, quite a few. Uh, yeah, three, but not, They weren't... Yeah, three, I think. Yeah. But um, I don't think Marnus will play, because I think Renshaw is... I was reading another article that said Renshaw's going okay. He'll so, go okay. Yeah, he looks like he'll be right, but it seems like um, old Travis Head and Aaron Finch will play, and Mick Neeser, why not? Well, um, yeah. Langer came out and said that uh, Finch and Head are guaranteed starters unless they fall over the morning off and hurt themselves. Yeah. Yeah, I did read mm. that. The thing I don't get, like, if Mick Neese is the best option, that's fine, but it just seems, what's the point of taking Siddle over there if you're not, if your intention's yeah. not to play him? Because yeah. you don't need a 40 year old net bowler, just take someone else. Yeah. Ah, it brings a lot to the change room. Yeah, yeah like a fuckload t- of bananas. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say a lot of bananas. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Too many. Uh, if, uh, <laughs> Maybe that's why he doesn't play because bananas, bananas are like seventy bucks a kilo in Dubai or something. They can't afford to feed him. Yeah, so um, good to see. Now, David, you'll be all over this. When does this um, when does this test match kick off? Yeah, <laughs> all over it. Nah, well, you're an idiot because it's Sunday. <laughs> And then oh, if you had, oh, if you had done what? a modicum of research, Alex, instead of just fucking <laughs> reading an article on Crick Info. Oh, no, 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 sorry, not even Crick Info. Cricket.com.au. Cricket.com.au, Cricket Australia's official fucking website, had an article that said it started Saturday morning at 10 a.m. local time, you fucking morons. Hey, bull. Bull. Oh, what? I don't believe you. No, I am bullshit. No way it'd still be. Oh, it is Cricket Australia. It's probably still there. There's an archive, yeah, but you can go to like websites that go back. Yeah, but you can also yeah, delete yeah. fucking articles. Yeah. Yeah, you fucking moron. <laughs> 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 no need for that, mate. No, <laughs> so Jesus, Sunday, Ross. Right. Ah, Sunday. Okay, it's this weirdly timed test matches. This one starts on a Sunday, and the next one starts on the sixteenth. Which, if I open my Google Calendar here, Monday. it's a Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. Oh, that's what Tuesday. 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 They should all start yeah. on a Tuesday. Yeah, midweek test match. Okay? That's it. Tuesday, Wednesday, they, Thursday, Friday. Finish on go, a Saturday. That's right. If they go oh, to yeah. day five, you get a real tight run chase on the Saturday. Oh, imagine the crowds. Imagine the crowds, Roscoe. <laughs> imagine. Someone's uh, up by 600 runs. You sit there and yeah. watch a fucking draw get battered out all day. Oh, <laughs> that's cricket, fellas. That's cricket, boys. Oh, love uh, it. It's, it's something I really think they need to bring in Australia. You know, Tuesday starts to test matches. Yeah, that's really, yeah. My word. Oh. Uh, and Sunday starts to test matches. Yeah, Sundays and Tuesdays. Yeah, oh, um, God's given day of cricket. <laughs> actually the test this is a weird thing the test actually does start tomorrow but there's a rest day and then there's day one <laughs> and the second test actually starts on Monday but it's a rest day as well so they go out and they do the toss they do the toss and then the umpire's like right rest day see you tomorrow boy and yeah, going, see you in 24 no. hours dickheads <laughs> they hand over the team sheets the yeah, yeah. The, the match referee comes down and goes, right, oh, fellas, Jobs come on, hand over those team sheets. So that's it. <laughs> they check all the uh, flaps on the back of the helmets. Right? <laughs> <laughs> take that earring out. Take that earring out. <laughs> hey, show me Tap your that. stops. <laughs> uh, uh, so also, if you're in the eastern coast of Australia, the, the test started at 5 p.m., 
Oh, I know. I know why it starts on Sunday, David. It's because of daylight saving. Oh, you don't of course want, it you know, is. Daylight saving in Australia, for those states who have it, <laughs> starts on Sunday. So they don't want it being, you know, different start times, different days. You've got to, yeah, got to think yeah. about that. So it's a 5 p.m. till midnight uh, oh, arrangement on the East Coast. 2 p.m. till about 2 p.m. 9 here. Oh, yeah, that's a day. perfect. That yep, is a day. That is, that's good. That's like a test match from India. They're the same. Yeah. 2 to 10 or so. Like yeah. Not sure you'll it's make good. work the next day, Bull. Uh, 9 o'clock's a bit stiff, isn't it? Mm. 9 till 9. He'll be right. Okay. <laughs> so... Uh, not much has been said about the Pakistani lineup, but um, it's because they just got to walk yeah. it in. I think. I'd say so. I'd say that's just <laughs> whoever turns just about... up can play, and they'll beat us anyway. So uh, they're not going to worry about picking a team. They're just going to wait for the first eleven blokes to get to the ground and just say, "There you go, cunts, have a cap and go out there and beat them." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the the Pakistani side has done very very poorly in the Asia Cup. Is there two, mm. is there a lot of crossover between the? ODI team and the test side. So they're not really in good form, is sort of what I'm hinting at. Here. We yeah. should probably know that, but probably don't. So. Yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, well, no. when have we ever been a... I was going to say, that's a really good question. I'm glad you researched the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> you know well, what it's... I like to do with this podcast, mate, is put out questions I don't have the answer to and you guys don't have the answer to. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that the age-old journalism thing? Never ask a question you don't know the answer to. No, <laughs> I'm not an age-old journalist. So. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb because it's a 50-50 chance and say, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, one test match. Ah, yes, very good. Uh, it's interesting to see that um, Australia will be running with the two vice captains. We oh, may have talked yeah. about this before. So yep. it's um, it's um, Noni Hazelhurst and um, Bison. <laughs> see it? Or um, uh, as I like to call him now, um, uh, Bosmarsh, as Bos in Marsh. brother of Sean Marsh. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> oh, I can, we can go with Bozza, that. or Bozza, brother of Sean. Yeah. Boss. <laughs> Boss, the, the Boz. Yeah. So, <laughs> the are Boz. they going Bruce yeah. Springsteen? Are they going yeah, pyramid it. style and they've got one captain, yeah, two, two vice captains, four that's deputy it. vice captains. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So like they're, they're going up in powers of two. That's, that's right. It. Yeah. Oh, fucking <laughs> so, hell. First match jokes of the night. <laughs> Standard pyramid yeah, so hierarchy. Like it. I had a, I had a quick look through the uh, the line the, the most likely lineup to find our four deputy vice captains. Yep. Who you yep. got? And I've gone with the gone with the following. Uh, Mitch Stark, obviously. Oh, it has yeah, to be. Uh, probably probably unlucky because yeah, had a bit of injury cloud not to get a, a VC role. So he's a DVC straight in. Nate Lyon, DVC, obviously. Sings the song, he's got to be in. Yeah, he's in there. So a couple of bowlers, that's only fair. And then looking at the batting side of things, we've got obviously Kamashwa's there. So Uzzel gets a Guernsey. No chance. Captain's his own No, he's he's a DVC. He's so far away from DVC material. You may as well pick fucking Fatty Cosgrove for DVC. And obviously Smash, Smash and DVC as well. Yeah, has to be. As a pyramid. So that that means that we've got uh, seven of the eleven having leadership roles. Yep. So it's, you know, it's it's a healthy healthy proportion of the team That's are in it. the leadership group. That's it. So then we've got the non-leaders, just Finch, Head, mainly all debutants yeah, basically. They're going that way. And so then they'll, debutant, get, they'll get the leadership yeah, squad yeah. next game because they've got a cap, so they're in. That's it. That's and it. coincidentally, all guys who captain their state or you know. Mm. 
nah. BBL franchises. No. Yeah. Yep. Everyone not in the pyramid just gets certificates saying that they're an officer of the order of Australian cricket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, except for Mick Nisa, he has to cut the oranges. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you've got the and leadership beat him group. With a hose out the back. <laughs> yeah, that's it. A length of polypipe, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> you've got the leadership group of seven, and then as per AFL teams, you've got then the four who are not in the leadership group are actually part of a group called the Emerging Leaders Group. Ah, yes, Leader yeah. Development yeah. Pool or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, yeah, the Emerging Leaders, there's four of them. <laughs> and then the 12th man, well, he's off the radar. That's Tough it. Titty, yeah, mate. Do those Emerging shit. Leaders have to go and talk to Shane Ward every couple of months to find out about yeah, just, what an Emerging yeah, Leader just, is? And just, you're yeah. never going to get there. But he'll yes. be a good leader, so just yeah. you know, listen to what yeah. Shane has to say. He's got heaps of experience yeah. in this field. Yeah. So interesting. There's not a hell of a lot of people, I imagine, in a lot of Australians, sorry, in Dubai for these test matches. And if they give out four debutants, who are they going to get to present the caps to them? Is oh, who I'm I've got one. Um, mm-hmm. Brendan, Brendan Julian will do one because he'll be over there for. Oh, yes. oh no, he might be here <laughs> in the studio actually. Oh, I don't know, he yeah, might be he over might there. Be. Yeah. Um, uh, then obviously one of the assistant coaches, Graham Hick, or some famous Australian like that. <laughs> <laughs> just the Lego will give one out. Um, yeah. yeah. John Inverity, he's got a. He'll be over there, no doubt. Murphy <laughs> <laughs> um, will be there somewhere. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. He's got a supporter yeah. group. And I Fat think... Cat, what's his name? Greg Ritchie. Oh, Greg yeah. Ritchie. I think more like Dean Jones. I reckon might be there yeah, with the world, yeah. the world commentary oh, team. Yeah. Ricky Potty yeah. might be there for seven. I told you, David yeah. Boone, match referee. David, match referee. Yeah. Yeah. I don't uh, know. If conflict fucking yeah. sitting on his ass watching fucking Netflix and coming out fucking camp. Netflix. Do they get Netflix uh, in Dubai? You reckon? And they do, but there's only one show: the Falconing, <laughs> Falconing show. Uh, so uh, the other option I thought maybe because the world commentary team might be there, the world call team. Mike Hazeman, famous Australian. Ah, oh, yeah, might, and Pommy and Bagua. Yeah, he'll be there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> famous, famous Aussie, Pommy and Bagua. <laughs> Mike Hazeman actually was born in Australia, but's lived in South Africa for forty years or something. So anyway, cool, there you go. Cool fact. There's a story for Kepler you. vessels will so, be there somewhere. Oh, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Michael KW? Holding spent enough time in Australia. He's basically Australians. <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh, Wacker Yunus. He might yeah. be there. He lives in Australia now. He could handle that. That's it. Dulip, yeah. he'll be there. Dulip, <laughs> 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 uh, Yes, anyway, so uh, that's all going well. We uh, take a, a look now at uh, Australia after these two tests. Of course, what, 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 what better compliment to a two test series than three T20 internationals oh, yeah, straight on must. the heels oh, that's, that's the um, after dinner mint is what that is that's just wow <laughs> yeah. oh, a little beautiful. cherry on top that's of it. the cake that is oh so sweet oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I've, uh, I've got I'm a excited. bit heavy after dinner those tests are <laughs> yeah, real heavy oh what you, you got, got a bit yeah. Yeah. It's three T20 you've just it's wafer thin it's wafer thin. <laughs> You've just paid the check, uh, grab a handful of Mentos and out you go. Well done. <laughs> so Australia named uh, their team for the upcoming three T20s. Mm. I. And Is that T-T-T-I? <laughs> yeah. That's it. 
Yeah. So, um, Captain, uh, Captain, he's back as Captain Aaron Finch. Mm, Fat Finchy, back. Back up. What happened to, um, did they sack Alex Carey? No, no, he's a vice captain because they've gone for two vice captains. That's Ah, the new structure of of Australian cricket. Mitchell Marsh, VC, Alex Carey, VC. That's it. And then a few, a uh, few name for me names: Ashton Agar, Nathan Coulter, Nile is back from oh, India. DVC. He's got to be, um, he's got to be a DVC because he's NCN. It just works. Oh it yeah, just works. the DVC be NCN. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, it's a rap battle. That's the DVC it. won't That's... let me be me. <laughs> let me That's be on Tim. NCN. That is yeah. hip hop Tim, you fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the um, Smash and NCN had a rap battle. And uh, that whoever wins that will decide who gets to be DVC. <laughs> anyway, uh, wait and see with that one. I'm sure it'll be reported on cricket.com. Like they they like that breath. sort of story. Wow. Yeah, maybe they'll get Glenn Maxwell to interview both of them about that. Oh, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be good. good. Great oh, digital yeah. content. And he's something a, I'd watch. He's a great yeah. orator, Glenn Maxwell. Just so oh, good he's to oh. listen to. <laughs> <laughs> so good to listen he's... to. Oh, clear, oh, concise. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh. Intelligence. That's it. That's yeah. his intelligence. You can you can see with his speaking style how his batting style comes to yeah, be. Yeah, he's all over the joint. He's all over yeah, the joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Direction. Uh, his tongue oh. does the old fucking dilly scoop, and no one knows what's going on. <laughs> I think the only worst orator in this sort of. Australian international setup is Nate Lyon. He's oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> who are those videos pitched at? Twelve-year-old kids or something? I watch them. I, I rarely watch them because I just think, oh, they'll be shit. But I watched one the other day about <laughs> a bloke from Bendigo who builds Lego models or something and loves right. cricket, and uh, then. Fuck. Glenn that's Maxwell. A, that's a weird Venn diagram. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. No, I think it's hev- heavily populated. I think the two circles are almost entirely on top of one another. If and there's like... just a big big circle of nuffy around both of them. <laughs> and he's saying, out, yeah, yeah, I've met Glenn Maxwell before. He probably doesn't remember, but I talked to him at this thing. Guaranteed and... he doesn't remember, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> He then, Glenn then just wanders into the room behind him and the bloke's there sitting there talking about his love of cricket and love of Lego models and then Glenn just pipes up and goes, oh, hello, Glenn, and turns around and Glenn's standing behind him. It's great stuff. Good story, well told, oh, Ross. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Watch the video. It's even, even better than what I told you it was. Yeah. The main, question, the main yep. question I have from that description of the video is can you make a noose out of Lego? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he had an exact replica of the Westgate Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ross, I'm just after that story, do you have any other sort of anecdotes about me? Perhaps you could, perhaps you could talk us through Keyboard Cat or something <laughs> no, I was reading a book on tape the other day. <laughs> uh, uh, so there's a whole series of those videos of Australian cricketers surprising... Fans. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. And you're going to talk us through all of them? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to watch them all. And special then rather than, special and then episode. Just, <laughs> there's going to be a two-hour episode of me monologuing my way through each one. Yeah. All right, we need to start a YouTube yeah. channel now so that we can film you doing that. I was going to say, for those, yeah. we do so that split-screen thing where you can see paint. the video and you can see my commentary yeah. of the video. <laughs> go, oh, how's this sad cunt? <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Mick? 
I was like, for those people who wonder why we don't have Patreon, this is why, because that's the extra content you'll Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to get anything that's yeah. any fucking good. You're just going to cop that rubbish. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Well, moving on to the rest of the T20 squad. Chris Lynn's back from injury. Oh, yeah. Good. Saturday. Yeah. Nate Lyon into the T20 squad. Big mistake, yep. I reckon. I'm there. all for it. Of course. No, if, you can't, if you can't change formats, you, you're dead. Well... Can't you just? Isn't it okay just to be good at one format and not be versatile? Yeah, Michael like, Bevan style. Like Chris Lynn, good yeah, at one Michael format. Bevan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but if you're the best spinner, you're the best spinner. Like, who else are you going to pick? Um, well, they brought Adam Zampa back in. Yeah. <laughs> it's all well with the uh, the list day or whatever that is that was happening. You don't even know list a list. Yeah. <laughs> what is a list day? I'm, I'm confused. I think it's 46 overs or something. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Right, right. Glenn Maxwell retains his place in the T20 squad. Ben McDermott comes in. So the selectors have Feedback. gone... Yeah, they've gone uh, conceived in a sex tape. Yeah, Ben McDermott. <laughs> 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 the, the selectors have all gone arse about. They, they were selecting the one-day squad based on T20 uh, BBL form. Now they're selecting the T20 squad based on uh, 50 over one day form, uh, domestic one day form. Because Ben McDermott pick it on anything else. Though. Shouldn't they be getting the blokes who play by in the IPL or the BBL or the CPL during the year? Yeah, or the TLA even. Yeah, but they're not allowed to pick Smith and Warner, mate. Oh, good point. <laughs> Played in every T20 league this side of fucking Mars. Ben McDermott made scores of 56, 117, 28, 102 not out and 76 in the five matches of the JLT one-day cup. So, so pick a and, to, form, and right? to answer your question, yeah, Ben McDermott was one of the good. few Aussies that wasn't banned for sandpapering that was in the seat in the Canadian League as well in that T20. Ah, <laughs> good, good points, yes. Uh, Darcy Short's in there, our man Bilky Stanlake, Mitchell Stark, Andrew Sutentai and Adam Zampa. So... They're, they're, of that squad, they've gone. There's five batsmen in the squad. Yeah. So what if one of them gets injured? What if one of them pulls a hammy? <laughs> well, you just oh, pick the Stoin cloth or some other cut. Is it all rounder? Stoin's yeah. not in mum, the squad. What if me mum had balls, man? She'd be big dad. I just don't. Had balls, how, mate. <laughs> how, how do you pick a squad of fourteen players? And not include a reserve batsman. There's five batsmen. Because uh, Mitch Marsh is the all rounder. Yeah, okay. I'll, t- I'll oh. tell you how, Ross. So, a few, mm. like a few years back, there was these pair of brothers in America called the Wright Brothers. <laughs> and they invented a plane. <laughs> and that plane allows you to fly from country to country in a relatively shorter time than a boat. So, you probably just fly a bloke over there, I guess. <sighs> It's right. like, um, Interesting yes. concept, Mick. I don't think it'll work out. <laughs> I don't think it'll catch on. Yeah. It's a joke, though. Like, it's just fucking... It's T20. No, no one gives a fuck. Exactly. Uh, oh, true. Good point. Pull the bloke sure. out of the crowd in a, in a replica <laughs> shirt and let him play. Ah, uh, nah. If he's wearing a replica shirt, he's a fucking nuffy. You don't want to go anywhere near him. <laughs> no, but he's ready to go. He's got half his uniform on. Uh, he's got yeah. any pants. That's a good point. Yes, okay. Well, on that note now, we, we bring to a close our national team talk and we move on to something that we didn't quite get around to last time. We've each had um, time now to have uh, reflection time, just, just to think back over the previous three years and how wonderful they've been. Hmm. And uh, I know personally I didn't speak for 36 hours just so that I was uh, zen enough to be reflecting on all that's happened. <laughs> and I came up with some really good stuff. So 
So we'll start with some highlights and lowlights, and we'll go round the table with those. And then, David, you can kick off our 360-degree you know, feedback. A, um, yeah. An episode of this podcast, if Ross didn't cut out for no reason. Oh, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> what, what did you say, so, mate? Start with who? Uh, we'll just go round the table. Uh, you can start us off with... Um, your highlights and lowlights, and we'll each do them, and then we'll come and do 360 feedback. All right. And the second spin around the table. No worries. So okay. the fucking highlights was really hard to come up with because... <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, easy, it's easy to find the negative shit we've done because, let's be honest, it's been three years of absolute fucking mediocrity, and <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly still not sure why we bother with this fucking podcast, but we're here... <laughs> Um, yep. We've got about three fans who listen to us, so that's great. So one even, yeah. one one fan per year, which has been a pretty good um, uptake. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess I'll, I'll go with my highlights. And one of the ones I had at the top of my list is basically any time you lose your shit about fixturing, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> certainly, um, certainly adds a bit of an edge to this podcast. Um, because, you know, generally I can be somewhat angry and we don't have to talk about Mick. He's the angriest man in the world. So um, it's nice to have you tip that scale because Gin is all fucking zen-like. Um, my other highlight, I thought, was the uh, George Dobell articles. Um, so they had me in fucking tears when we were discussing that. He's on the train. Did someone yes. check his fucking ticket? And then us just losing our minds. That was great. Uh, and my third highlight for the last three years was when groundskeeping corner stopped. Um, so I thought that was great as well. Oh. It has never stopped. Yeah. It's just put on the back burner, hasn't it? It's never stopped. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> mate. It just comes in when it's needed. When you can't get too shit, I'll bring you the fucking. Ah, very good. Well, thank you, David. We move over now to Alex for All highlights. Right. So we're doing the highlights because I uh, yep. fucked oh, off and uh, yep. had got yep. a beer. All right, <clears throat> recording in Woodend, and it started pissing down halfway through the recording. That was one of my highlights. Yep. We went to run inside with whatever we had—the phone or whatever it was in the middle. Um, Something I forgot about, because I was thinking about this this afternoon. We did a recording where most of us were in Thailand. Oh, yes, we did that too. That was pretty cool. That was pretty that was awesome. Have it, cracking a couple of cans of San Miguel lager and uh, looking out over the vista, which is um, wherever we were. Who cares? <laughs> um, and the number three highlight was the lost recording of uh, uh. mixed heavy breathing and answering <laughs> questions that you couldn't hear. That's one of the highlights. <laughs> Sitting there, hungover as oh. anything, listening to Mick, the recording. <laughs> Just Mick and no one else, because for some reason Mick's microphone cut out everyone else. <laughs> Just Mick breathing and then going, yep. <laughs> yep. Okay, fellas. So, <laughs> still some of our best work. Yeah, oh, crispy. Lost to the ether, mate. Yeah. Uh, so that was highlights. Okay, we go over to you, Mick. All right. So uh, my three highlights are my three highlights. <laughs> so firstly, the Sean Tate diary. Yeah. Which oh, you all yeah. remember? Yeah. Which you yeah. all remember had the classic line. I love Chuck mm. and Rocks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also had the Thailand episode just because of the uh, 
the fun we had in Thailand, sitting on the balcony looking over the slums yes. as we recorded about cricket. Yeah. And lastly, I've got the Inside Club Land about presentation night, which yeah. we managed to riff on pancake catering. So that was a good, that was a good one as well. Good one. Nice one. Yeah. Uh, All right. So the three highlights that I had in no particular order was... Um, uh, the live broadcast we did, the seven oh, hours yeah. of seven nice. hours of fun. Oh, yeah, 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 the super dupers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dim Sims, did Dim Sims yeah. get Dim, fucking Dim Sims. caught on fire? <laughs> oh, that's right. You can having to organise uh, BYO steamers and things yeah. like that for all the dimmies. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the uh, second highlight was. Um, well, it's actually, it's all rolled in together because it's just, it's so impressive. It's the second and first one. It's all one. It's because we went there twice. It's Sunbury. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's clock. Uh, the, the Royal Hotel. It's the home of the ashes and the Splay Stumps clock. That's it's it. so good. We went, we went back there. Well, we saw that guy pinching salt and pepper shakers, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Real fucking piss. 50 year old unit. Stealing fucking salt cream and cutlery. For and, the famous uh, line people live here, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you caught the train out there. That was brave. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the, if I did have to put in a second one, it would be the glass smoking booth we recorded in in oh, Gisborne. Oh, yeah. That was a shocker. <laughs> With his past, uh, the road trades going uh, past. Oh, God. Harley fucking appreciation forty eight thousand motorcycles driving past us. Couple of couple of hundred fat boys. One bloke walking out for a duck going, what are these fucking idiots doing? (laughs) Blowing smoke in our face. Uh, So yes, that's that's my three. Highlights. So we go, we go on three trips around the table. It's over to you, David, for your lowlights. All right. So my lowlights, um, there's no other way to say it. The first episode, um, oh, <laughs> we spoke for two hours about Matador Cup Squad. Set oh, yeah. the Did <laughs> <laughs> you wonder how bad it was? I don't know if anyone listens to this podcast anymore, but if you are listening... This is how bad it was. It was so bad that the pub we recorded at closed down not long after. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to be associated with anything that we were fucking doing, so they shut the doors. Um, <laughs> the Great Swan Hill internet dropout of 2017, um, or 2016, I it's can't funny, remember what year it was. you dropped out as you said. The oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Great Swan Hill internet 2016. dropout. 2016, that was a fucking shocker, that. And um, <laughs> my last low light was uh, Groundskeeping Corner. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that hurt. <laughs> I wasn't wait, expecting that. Wait till 360 yeah. then, if that hurt. <laughs> uh, we move around the table again to Alex. I believe he went next. Okay, so <laughs> low light number one, and this is in order of low light to less low light. Uh, most, most low light to less most low light. Most low to less to low. Less low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I like to refer to as the Leon era, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, which included the duck squeaking toy episode, <laughs> Leon's unnecessary yelling and attention seeking episode, banging on a fucking bucket. <laughs> and also the episode where we're all together in Ross's shed or garage. 
Oh, and Leon that's... was well behaved, and then 20 minutes in, decided to scrape a shovel across the concrete for half an hour. Oh, this is turning out good, and then just the, like a chalk, it's like fingernails on a chalkboard. So I'm like, come on. <laughs> What's he doing? Oh. <laughs> um, uh, Lowlight number two Ross's famous quiz Where the wicker chairs were mentioned <laughs> But I'm not sure whether that was the same episode or not Where I got fed a coffee with one salt in my day It was, it was the same episode <laughs> yeah, Ten minutes before recording Is that the, is, is that the um, lost episode as well? Uh, no, might be. No, 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 that was a different one. No, it's no, not. In no, my no, defence, no. the salt was right next to the fucking kettle. <laughs> no, no. In, a, in a thing that looked like a sugar, sugar container. container. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I still get hair thinking about that. <laughs> uh, the third is, um, it's look, I, this probably should be number one, low lights. is Ross's racism when referring to the angled playing field at Lords. Oh, like, yeah. It's not a nah. We're not about that. Fucking oath. No, that's yeah. proper. Uh, pretty, <laughs> pretty disgusting sort of language that Ross used. Um, <laughs> I know you're of an age where it's just sort of like, you know, <laughs> it's just what happened. But, you're you know, northern. We know you're northern, but fucking hell, mate. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it's a new world, mate. We've got to get woke somehow. So you can just leave that sort of... Chris woke. You've got to get Chris wokes, mate. (laughs) (laughs) So you just got to leave it where it is, mate. You know, it's now referred to the angled playing field at Lords and not the S word at Lords. Well, what are you talking about? The gradient? Yes. Yes, the gradient. That's fine. That's, you know, that's a fine word in this day and age, mate. No, good, eh? You know, that's my three anyway, so Uh over to Mick, I think. Yep. yep. Alrighty, so I've got um I've got one that I share with Bull. I've got the great Nye West internet dropout of two thousand and sixteen. <laughs> that was my highlight, your guy's low light. <laughs> which resulted in episode fourteen being split across two parts. That's it. Um oh, yes. secondly I've got episode forty five, which is the lost episode, the one that was so bad we had to scrap the whole thing. <laughs> but yet it's but yet, it's still not as bad as some of the uh, In the Corners with Alex. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> not as bad as some of the ones actually went to wear. <laughs> and lastly, but not leastly, and it seems extremely um, coincidental that I've put this in the day we go back to Skype, but my l- last low light is Alex introducing us to Discord. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't my best moment. Uh. Ah, yes. So, um, I've got three here. Uh, The first one is, funnily enough, Skype slash Discord and sound quality. Just just constant. So, an entire podcast is a low light. (laughs) No, just that that facet of recording just fucking annoys me. Uh, You reminded me there, Mick, we had a run of two-part episodes because we, you know... Not work out whether you're recording or not, and you know, <laughs> and, and you could be fuck stitching them together, so you just yeah, posted them as two. It. Yeah, that's it. Um, uh, the low light, and this is pretty low. The groundskeeping corner. That's it. Oh. That's it. <laughs> that's it, Ross. There's been no collusion for like twenty weeks, probably. Yeah, <laughs> but that's still a low light. It's still fresh in our memory. That's how bad it is. Yeah, so, and the, the number one low light, though, the lowest of lows, uh, very, very low, was cooking those bacon sandwiches halfway through an episode. Oh, that's... 
That's a life. That's a life low light, not just this yeah, podcast. Yeah. That's a real wake up. That's like, where the fuck is Ross? Is he still there? That's Ross, sort Ross, your fucking Ross. life out, mate. That's yeah, it. That's it. Uh, yeah. Well done. All right, so we move around to you now, David, for our 360-degree yes. feedback. <laughs> We've now, come just, to I'll the just point. Say it. I'll, I'll just say it. The bit that there was the the um, the uh, the impetus we were given was 360-degree feedback. What you should do to be the best version of yourself. Okay, yeah, over well, to you, David. I threw oh. that. Out. I threw that out the window. It's come to the point okay. of the show where friendships fracture, fellas. Um, this could be episode 77 and last of this podcast oh, some of, If some of this stuff is taken the way Well, let's be honest, the way it should be taken Because it's been a pretty poor fucking year And a pretty poor three years by a lot of us, to be fair Myself included, let's not beat around the bush So this is what's going to happen We're going to go, you're going to sit in the middle of the circle You're going to cop some criticism and some feedback between the eyes And you're going to like it You just no right of reply, just sit there and cop it So Ross is going to go first then Mick, then Alex, and I'll bring it home. So, uh, Ross, provide us with your feedback, please. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, this I was using the idea of what you should do to be the best version of yourself. Alex, continue to do no preparation so you have no <laughs> segment. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Dave. That's me crying, not laughing. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dave, do some more quizzes. That one was good. That one time you did prep was good. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Mick, have bat. We'll talk for 30 minutes. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that, nice be, one. Be succinct, Mick. Brevity is king. <laughs> uh, is that it, Ross? That's it. Nice. Mick, your turn. All right, so I'll start off with uh, David. So I've got, I love your work, David. Thank you. Keep not preparing. That is the key to your podcasting style and, resu- and results in some fantastic off-the-cuff rants. <laughs> but what would be seen as your greatest contribution to the podcast will be, will be you laughing at all my great jokes. Thank Keep you. up the great work. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, Ross, the host with the most. The most interruptions by a three-year-old child, that is. <laughs> <laughs> You do your best to keep this train on the tracks and it's fair to say that you fail more than you succeed when it comes to that. I think that's fair. But when it's all said and done, you're the only man I know who is forward-thinking enough to introduce a quiz on a cricket podcast yes. about chairs. Yes! <laughs> Revolutionary programming, oh. keep up the left-field thinking. Oh, that's good. All right. And Alex. Oh, no. Yes, mate? Oh, no. Well, you've not, got, you've not gotten worse, so that's something to hang your hat on. <laughs> when we all lived in Melbourne, you really brought something to this podcast. Mainly Bull, when you brought him to my house so we could record. <laughs> I think in the last few, last few episodes, your segments have been fantastic. Mainly because you haven't had any. Keep it up. <laughs> and that's me, done. Uh, thank you, Mick. Crispy as always. Alex, your turn. Oh, right, I will say uh, I commute a lot, so it's hard to uh, do some prep, boys. So anyway, sorry. <laughs> Ross. Mm. Um, some, you know, this is how to be your, uh, live your best life, mate. Which That's it. Namaste. Yeah. Namaste. Greet the sun. Yeah. Uh, put the microphone next to your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does boggle my mind that someone so intelligent has absolutely no understanding of how to use electrical equipment. <laughs> um, 
Also, this is... I'm a little bit worried, mate. You seem to spend 90% of your time in your shed. Oh. You need to get out more. You need to get out. I think it's hindering your podcasting because all you talk about now is fixtures. I, I imagine you just go out to your fixture after, you know, all the jobs are done in the house, you've done the dishes, you wander out like a fucking zombie and put <laughs> through fixtures on the internet. We're on the precipice of an intervention, mate. I don't want to get a call from Merrin in a panic going... Come over, all he's doing is staring at a fixture, he hasn't spoken to me in ten days, he's sat all over himself out there in the shed, he's fucking got no idea. So, I've got to, you need to promise me something so I don't need to come out and do anything, mate. Can you promise me at least one episode of No Fixturing Talk? Okay, can do. Good. Um, I will say the absence of Leon has been a fucking godsend, so good on you on that. <laughs> Alright, Mick, key yep. word for you. Summarise. <laughs> we don't need to fucking go into every minute detail on every county match, every finger blast match, and every Barclays beef eater Bobby Allen Governor one day cup match. We don't care that much, mate. Just give us fat guts, Cosgrove fucking stats and move on. It's fine. Couldn't give a fuck about Tommy Allsop and his average of 32.5 in country twos. <laughs> All right, David. I'll go. It better yeah, be good. Otherwise, good year in your part, because you've done one fucking segment. <laughs> uh, I do have an issue with the constant comments that suggest we should not bother with continuing the podcast anymore. <laughs> which you actually mentioned in your fucking preamble, which is funny, because we didn't talk before. <laughs> Mate, we know you love podcasting, and by extension, you love us. We're friends with you, mate. We're friends, mate. No one will judge you for having a passion about podcasting, you know. We understand that you've got this outward shell, the toughest nails, don't care, no nonsense exterior, you know. The fucking everyman guy, but we all know the fucking passionate man underneath. It's okay, mate. You can... You can you can love something and have passion for something, which we know your passion is podcasting over vast distances. So it's okay, mate. Thank you. We're well, amongst friends. You don't need to say you don't want to be part of this and hate it. It's okay. Is, is that all you got? That's all I've got, oh, mate. Oh, you brought a knife to a gunfight, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> my it's turn. Fucking, it's not an attack on you. It's, that way. it's a big hug, mate. That my turn. Scary. My turn. <laughs> Let Ross, say, greet the sun. All right, I'm going with Ross first. Ross, you used to be a man of your word. When you said something was going to be done, it got done. <laughs> then all of a sudden, your standards started to slip a little bit. You're at a pub one night, having a few beers with your footy mates, you know, having a great time. <laughs> then all of a sudden, about 20 minutes before we're supposed to podcast, oh, my internet's not working, fellas. Just go ahead without me. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> pretty, pretty bloody convenient, I would have thought, Roscoe. Since then, your standards have slipped shockingly. Before each show, you say things like, tight ship tonight, fellas. <laughs> and then you spend 15 minutes trying to log into Discord and let us run over when Mick tells us what happened in the 400 games that happened in the county system in the last four <laughs> We look to you for guidance. You're, you're supposed to be the master splinter to our Ninja Turtles, mate. <laughs> Mick, Mick can't do it, he's too angry If he tried to stitch together four separate audio recordings He'd throw his laptop out the fucking window <laughs> Alex doesn't know which way's up and which way's down at some points 
He's got no chance of being able to run this thing. And I don't even know why we're still recording this podcast, to be fair. So if it was up to me to lead, I would have sold the rights to our logo, which is the only good thing about this fucking podcast, about two years ago. <laughs> Bring back Leon. <laughs> Mick. It's a lot easier to do 360 feedback on you now that I don't live in the same state, mate. <laughs> I had to choose my words very carefully because even though I'm generally pretty fearless... There's always a thought in the back of my mind that I might cop a clip during this segment previously. Have bat will travel. The thought behind it, brilliant. And given that I've put exactly zero effort into this podcast over three years, it's hard for me to comment. Initially, I thought, yeah, how are the Aussies going overseas? How many times has Pierre bowled in a beanie? That's the stuff I want to know. <laughs> and I look to your segment to give me that sort of information. Given my disdain for research, you were filling a void in my cricket life. But then it shifted and we had to hear about what Joe Blow from England was doing in the fucking twos. Fuck them, they're palms, mate. <laughs> we don't give a fat rat's ass about it. Then you've lost your hard edge, mate. Back in the day, you'd spit on the palms name on a score sheet. But now we're famous in England all of a sudden. You've started lowering your colours to appeal to these blokes. <laughs> Tell us about the Aussies and fuck the rest of the plebs off. Your nicknames are great, but I feel bad that you're trawling through 4,000 scorecards just to find a bloody name to talk about. Go and watch Rocky a couple of times, mate, and find your steel again. <laughs> Alex. Yes, David? You thought you were pretty clever dropping a segment, didn't you, so you could escape the 360 <laughs> feedback mauling you've copped in the last three years? How wrong you were. If you were a lollipop, mate, you'd lick yourself to death at the moment. <laughs> you've gone from that humble Don't man that, that used to roll his arm over and have a good time to a bloke who truly, truly... Believes he's the second coming of Shane Warne. <laughs> Didn't bowl again tonight, fellas. Who gives a fuck? Why do we care? <laughs> Talk to your fucking coach. We don't give a stuff, mate. <laughs> 65 at 7, fellas. It fucking spew grade, mate. I reckon I saw a bloke wearing his thigh pad on the outside of his whites. <laughs> you can't count once. that. You can't count it, mate. At this point in time, we're both anchors on this podcast, and I wouldn't be surprised if Ross asked us to stop both coming to recordings after this episode, to be fair. <laughs> but at least the people I podcast with like me. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Also. I was joking about crying before. <laughs> also, if I have to hear one more thing about the fucking people you work with, mate, I'm going to spew. <laughs> Do you know why they're called your problems, Gin? Because they're your fucking problems, mate. I'm not sure what this has got to do with the podcast. I think it's uh, gone off the rails a bit. And that's me done, Ross. Anything oh, else? How's good. the size of me fucking penis? Going? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard for you to do something about the podcast. You haven't said anything in 12 months. <laughs> done, Ross. Ah, oh. oh, great. <laughs> well, yeah. I feel better about myself, fellas. That's it. That's uh, it. Cop the feedback and away we go. <laughs> Might go and greet the darkness after this, fellas, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, great, great stuff all round. Um, well, on that note, we will Ooh. hand over to Mick now for how that will travel. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I feel let like it should have been done before. <laughs> oh, let me just start off by saying you cunts are going to fucking hate this. <laughs> <laughs> all righty, so... <laughs> So we have uh, Have Bat Will Travel for episode 77. 
So the county season, as we know, since our last recording has come to a close, and there's been a fuckload of games between then and now. <laughs> so instead of me just rambling for the whole hour, which I know some of our listeners would like, mainly myself, um, we'll try to condense this as much as possible. So um, we'll get back to September. I'm just going to touch on some games here quickly. So Somerset played Hampshire. The game was over within two days, with neither side making over 150. Big uh, South African Kyle Abbott did all the damp- damage for Hampshire, taking 5 for 31 in the first and 6 for 40 in the second to give him match figures of 11 for 71. So, uh, Sam, that's a direction, not a surname. Northeast made 53 for Hampshire in the oh. first dig. And Marcus, yes, I am still playing Trescothic, made 50 in Somerset second dig. Um, so, Hampshire won by six wickets. Points were Hampshire 19, Somerset 3. Uh, Yorkshire took on Lanks, so Yorkshire batted first. They made 209. 51% of their score was made by Tom Kohler Cadmore, who made 105 not out. Good effort. One one of our show favourites, Graham, bring a tear to your eye. Onions took four for 76. (laughs) Lanks made 252 in reply in the back of an 87 from Alex Davies. Alex Brooks led the Terriers bowling with five for 66. Second time up, Yorkshire made 272 with, yes, I did so play test cricket. Gary Ballant played <laughs> five. <laughs> Tom, not George Bailey, picked up four for 69. That's it. Chomp, Lanks. chomp. Uh, Lancashire made 230, needed 230 for victory, but fell well short, posting 134. Fuck. Jack Brooks did the damage, picking up another four wickets for Yorkshire. Yorkshire win, by, <laughs> Yorkshire win by 95 runs. Uh, Yorkshire get 20 points. Lanks get five. Filled so next up, we've got... Uh, what was that? Filled the team sheet out. Yep. So next up, we've got Knotts v Essex. <laughs> oh, fuck. Is you, you fucking sleeping for fucking 20 minutes. I'm giving you nothing on the way back now. Fuck you. <laughs> Love so, it. So Knotts played Essex. Uh, Knotts elected the bat first, but struggled only making 177. Best of the Knotts bats was Ben. Stop booing Billy Slater, who made 33. <laughs> Essex bowling was led by Jamie, late 90s Carlton Ruckman, Mark Porter, who took four for 50. <laughs> In reply, Essex made 233, with Murally, not the chucker, VJ, making 56. <laughs> Best of the Knotts bowling was former Danny Nong Premier Cricket captain Stephen Mullaney, who took four for 68. Knott's fared a lot better second time out, making 337. With the son of Daryl, Craig Sod Brathwaite, made 68. The Saffa all-rounder, and we say all-rounder pretty fucking liberally, Simon Harmer took 6 for 87 Ah. for Essex. Essex required 281 for victory, and it would take a couple of big knocks to really get them over the line. And they came from Murali VJ, who made 100. But not to be outdone, Tom Nor Westerly made 110 red to help Essex secure the Ooh. win. Essex win by eight wickets. Essex get 20 points, not get three. Nice. So Thank next up, we've got Worcester played Surrey. So Surrey entered this game with the knowledge that a victory had the ability to give them an unattainable lead and the county championship did Ooh. one crown. Well, Alex. Yeah, so with that being said, Worcester posted 336 in their first innings, thanks to 91 from Roster Boss Whiteley. And dinner for two, 69, to Tom when he tripped, he fell. Tom Marshes, ne- Tom the Marshes, never heard of him. Curran, mate, took four for 61 for Surrey. Surrey's chase didn't get off to the best start when Mark Stoneman and Dean Elgar made ducks to leave them, at two, to leave them two for four. 
A fight back led by Surrey skipper Rory Third Degree Burns, who made 122, helped them get to 268. Best of the Sourceman bowlers was Wayne. Fuck me, they let anyone play county cricket Parnell. Mm. Took three for 56. <laughs> so second time out, Worcester got rolled for 203. 203, sorry. Tom, fuck me, he's gone over again. Fell, made dinner for two and a movie, 89. <laughs> the big tuner, Mornay Morkel, took That's five for 24 for Surrey. So Surrey needed 271 for victory and to secure their first Divi 1 crown since 2002. And they did it, chasing the run seven wickets down. Thanks to a 111-run opening stand from their skipper, Rory, it burns, it burns, who made 66. And Mark, he must smoke lots of weed because he's stone, man. He made 59. Very good. Surrey win by three wickets to give him the crown. So Surrey got 21, Worcester got six. Surrey is also where Finchie was playing. So well done to Aaron Finch uh, for his part in that fatty. as well. On you, mate. So the next round of matches saw a, a few bits and pieces. only had one result happen. So Worcester mm. played Essex. Worcester elected to bat first. It didn't go into history. One of Daryl Mitchell's best decisions. They got <laughs> rolled for 94. Oh. The man who did the most damage was Jamie. Did you know that? After Carlton, he played for North Melbourne. Mark Porter took seven for 41. <laughs> In reply, Essex declared seven down for 474. Oh. Best with the bat was Ravi Bopara, who made th- 133. Murally, but seriously, they chose the rules just to allow him to bowl, but that's not this Murally. VJ, who made 85. <laughs> <laughs> Most memorable of the Worcester bowlers was, was Ben... Two Hig. I did not make any of that up. His last name is Two Hig, who Two took Hig. one for 107. He Ooh. bowled 23 overs going at 4.65 and over. Did he, he sleep with Skipper's for... wife? Because this seems like cruel and unusual punishment. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Worcester needed 381 for victory. And surprise, surprise, they fell short, making 251. James Porter was at it again, taking another four wickets to give him match figures of 11 for 98. Mm. Essex win by an innings and 129 (laughs) runs. Essex get 24, Worcester get two. Mm. So um, Yorkshire played Hampshire. That was rain interrupted and ended in a draw, so they get eight points each. Surrey played Somerset. So this match also ended in a draw, but under some more bizarre circumstances. So Surrey had batted... How bizarre. Yeah, so, so, so Surrey, had bat, Surrey had batted first, posting 485. Ooh. So Dean Elgar had 110, and uh, Mark Boulderperson Stoneman had 85. <laughs> Jack the Parasite Leach picked up two for 107. So Surrey had rolled Somerset for 146 and enforced a follow-on and had oh. them at three for 168, second time out. Wow, when disaster struck. The winds from a massive storm blew the Somerset covers up, letting the pitch get wet. Oh, and no. Surprise, surprise, there was also tyre tracks on the pitch as well. <laughs> attributed to an error when removing the covers. Uh, of course. What? So you, know what? you know what Tip Madsley would say? They just wanted to get on the piss. So <laughs> yeah. they went out and turned the sprinklers on underneath the fucking Drive cover. over the ground. So yeah. this all ended in a uh, in Surrey. Surrey at this point had a nine-game winning streak, which come grinding to a halt yeah. uh, because of the way this, the first few days of the game had gone. Surrey still got thirteen points, and Somerset only got six. When you see the tire tracks too, they're all right on the crease, and there's like three of them, like where the stumps would basically be. It's very unusual. Yeah. Um, yeah so 
the final round will just be a quick wrap-up. So Essex beat Surrey by a wicket. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yorkshire beat Worcester by seven wickets. Gary, yes, I fucking did play Test cricket. <laughs> Alex made 194 for Yorkshire. Uh, Somerset beat Knotts by an innings in 146. Big jug-headed Craig Overton took a hat-trick uh, for Somerset in that game. Hey. And lastly, I'll just touch on this one as well. Um, so this is Hampshire versus Lancashire. I'll talk on this because it has it to do with the relegation situation. Oh, yes, so Lancashire won, Lancashire won by eight wickets, but it wasn't enough to see them avoid relegation. Oh, the running was so tight that if they had made another 27 runs in their first dig, they would have got one more bonus point, which would have seen them go above knots, and they would have stayed in Division 1. Jeez. So commiseration to uh, Chris... From Lancashire, um, hopefully they'll win Divi too. So the final table <laughs> saw. <laughs> so the final table saw Surrey finish on top with ten wins from fourteen games. That gave them two hundred and fifty-four points. Fucking hell! Second place was Somerset, who got seven wins and two hundred and eight points. The two teams who got relegated was the previously mentioned Lancashire, who got one hundred and thirty-three points, and Worcester, who only got one hundred and four points. Hmm. So, uh, leading run scorer in Divi 1 for the season was uh, the skipper of Surrey, Rory Third Degree Burns, mm. who made 1,359 oh, runs fuck. at 64.71. Good going, in it? Leading wicket-taker was Lancashire's Tom Bailey, who took 64 wickets at 19. Not George. So, if he's taken... If he's taking 64 in Divi 1, he'll take about 300 next year in Divi 2. Um, so the highest team score for the for the year was Surrey. They made 592 in, in one of their games against Nottinghamshire. The lowest score was Yorkshire. got rolled by Essex for, for 50. Well batted. Raise the bat. Yeah. Double up now. Well batted. Yeah. <laughs> Best score by an individual for the year was Dane Velas, who's a South African player for Lancashire. He got 235 red against Somerset. Ooh, Best bowling figures was Somerset's Jack Leach, who took eight for 85. Ooh. And that was, he bowled 48 overs in that match, and that was against, in that innings, and that was Ooh. against Essex. So... Yeah, we've got Divi 2 as well. So my apologies to the Divi 2 fans out there, but there's just too many fucking games. Yeah, so I've just, done, I've, I've just done the final round. to do a quick quick run through the final round. There's more teams in Divi 2, so they have an extra game every week, which oh, makes okay. it tougher as well. So Kent played Warwickshire. Kent elected to bat first. They made one. <laughs> they made 167. Joe Denley top scored with 30. That's a fucking good day. Oh, you know? Jesus. War- Warwickshire shared the wicket, so we won't worry about them. In reply, Warwickshire made 380. Yep. Led by their openers, Will, Dusty Rhodes, who made 110. Uh. And Dom, Ernie Sibley, who made 119. And they had an opening wicket stand sorry, of 176 runs. Second time up, Kent got rolled for 179. Zach's got cool oh. parents, Crawley, made 75. Oh. And Ollie Stone led the Warwickshire Bowling with three for 35. Warwickshire win by an innings and 34 runs. Well Points, played. Warwickshire 23, Kent 2. So Middlesex played Durham next. So this Durham game was the final game of Paul Collingwood, who's the skipper at Durham. Um, so Middlesex had the choice and chose to have a bat. They got rolled for 121. Uh, James Harris stopped score with 31. Matt DeStake Salisbury led the Durham Bowlers hmm. with six for 37. In reply, Durham made 310. Gareth the Hitman Hart made 112. <laughs> the best of the Middlesex bowlers was Tim. I'm too old for this shit. Murtagh, who took four for 56. 
Uh, the second innings, Middlesex made 355. That's mm. a, bit of, a bit of a bounce back. So Stevie, the cooler German, Eskenazi, that's his surname, oh. Eskenazi. It's actually spelled Eski Nazi. Made 96. Uh, Ross's man, Mark Wood, got five for 94 for Durham. That's it. Second time up, Durham got rolled for 109. Tim Murtagh got three for 29 for Middlesex. Middlesex win by 57 runs. Middlesex get 19 points and Durham gets six. On your Woody. <laughs> Next up, we got Sussex versus North End. Sussex batted first, got rolled for 118. The wannabe Aussie Laurie Evans was in the run for 34. <laughs> ben, Mr. Sanderson, got four for 32 <laughs> for North Ends. Shocker. By North End got 171. Ben, not related to Sam or Tom Curran, made 36. And Ben Sanderson also got 36, batting at 11. Ollie Robinson led Sussex bowling with four for 55. Mm. Second time up, Sussex got 222. <laughs> Harry, not Aaron Finch, made 63. North Ants, Ben, that's a bold strategy, Cotton, took five for 48. <laughs> North Ants needed 171 for victory, and they passed it four down with Ben Curran Ooh. making 83. Smashed him. Northants win by six wickets. Northants get 19, Sussex get three. Glamorgan played Leicester next. Leicester chose to have a bowl, which didn't really play out the way they planned, as Glamorgan hmm. made 359. Yeah, good decision. And Leicester finally saw the, uh, the, the, the error of their ways here, because I don't think Mark Cosgrove played in this game from what I've what? seen. Yeah. What? What? It's the only reason can- we listened to me. <laughs> Apparently the, ca- the canteen takings were way fucking down as well. So <laughs> you're not the only person who's... The canteen lady's pretty disappointed too. Fuming. She's, got whole, she's got a whole heap of dim sims she's got to re-fucking-freeze. So, uh, Kieran, <laughs> Kyron, Carl, Carlson made 83. Gavin Lake, Burley Griffiths made, took three for 71 for Leicester. In, re, in reply, Leicester made 132. Uh, There's no one made anything special there. Yeah, Morgan, uh Graham, Instagram is the home of the WAG. Took yes. three for 25. Uh, second time up, Glamorgan got rolled for 175. Chris Captain Cook made 45. Tom oh. Tubby Taylor took four for 15 Fat for Leicester. So needing 402 for victory, Leicester fell short, making 270. Yep. <laughs> the, man, the man who sounds like an action movie bad guy, Dieter Klein, made oh, 94. Yeah. <laughs> and old Dieter made 94, batting at 10. Oh, jeez. Oh. Mm. Oh. Wow. The old stager, Michael Hogan, finished the year with four for 30. <laughs> and his partner in crime on the Googs, Tim Van der Gook. Yes, yes. Glamorgan won by, 120, by 112 runs. Let's see what happens when you get rid of Smash. Glamorgan, 23, <laughs> Leicester, 3. Lastly, I think. <laughs> yeah, lastly, last match of the round. So Derby uh, defeated Gloucester. Gloucester bowled first. Derby made 184. Lewis, the plumber's shop, Reese made 59. <laughs> Derby, was bowl- Derby bowling was led by Craig Miles. He took five for 50. In reply, Gloucester got 163. Uh, Lewis, Lewis Reese came on third change for Derby and took seven for 20. Jeez, what bowl? Dino. Second innings, Derby made 157 with Alex Mervyn Hughes making 55 not out. Huh. Uh, Gloucester, Craig Miles took three for 46 and Ryan, Hig- Ryan Higgins took three for 17. Nice one. Gloucester was, set, Gloucester was set 178 for victory and they got there, but they got there eight wickets down. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So uh, the New Zealand Care Bear, Lockie Ferguson, took four for 56 for Derby. Derby win by two wickets. Gloucester get 19, Derby get three. 
So that's their season wrapped up. So Warwickshire finished on top with 252 points. And second place was hard as a Kent's head with 221. So they both get promoted into Divi 1. So it's a bit like the amateurs. Both sides go up and two sides go down. Uh, Glamorgan came last. Sean Marsh strikes again. That's it. Um, (laughs) So the leading run scorer in Divi 2 was the Shermanator, Ian Bell, for Warwickshire. He made 1,023 runs at a tick over 54. So he should. yeah, leading wicket taker was the New Zealand Care Bear Matt Henry, who was playing for Kent. Mm. He took seventy five wickets at fifteen point four eight. Fucking hell, which isn't a bad effort. So the highest score in that division for the year was Kent. They declared nine down for five hundred and eighty two against Gloucester. Wickets the pissed. lowest score. The lowest score, Middlesex got rolled for 56 in twenty four overs by Kent. Oh. Um, top score it? by an individual. Yeah, top score by an individual was Chris Dent from Gloucester, made 214 red against Leicester. Mm. Uh, the best bowling figures by an individual was Brent Hutton from Net from North Ants, who took eight for 57 against Gloucester. Oh, hot dogs. Hutton's hot dogs. Yeah. So, lastly but not leastly, with the season finished, I thought this would be a great time to finally explain how the fucking point system yes, works. Yes, here we go. So, so, a team receives 16 points for a win. I'm lost. Eight points for a tie. And five points for a draw. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Bonus points, a maximum of five batting points or three bowling points, may be scored during the first 110 overs of each team's first innings. So that's how yep. so many sides get three points. So it has to do with taking wickets in the, uh, in the bonus point system. Okay. So it's not, and got that nothing is, to do with the team sheets. No, nah, I've got nothing to do with team sheets <laughs> or matching hats as we... <laughs> Um, so that is Have Bat Will Travel. Nice one. Thanks, Hi, Nick. Nick. That's really good. Under 20 minutes. Fucking <laughs> 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 mm. so that. 15 blokes bagging you about it. It makes you change the way you go about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what 360 <laughs> feedback's all about, boys. Good. <laughs> you, you cop the criticism, then you learn from it. Yeah, don't get In fairness, it was more to get do with better. the fact that it took me so long to fucking write the prick of it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we move on now to some Australian uh, news. We've got Kevin Roberts yes. became CEO of Cricket Australia, or will become. He's the anointed one, I yep. believe. Yeah. Cool, An- another faceless executive. Move on. Uh, <laughs> really, really exciting news. He played for New South Wales, and uh, he's an internal appointment. It's lucky, it's fortunate, mm. Alex, they scoured the world to look for the best man for the job, yes. and there he yes. was. <laughs> right under their noses. Fortunate and outrageous and yeah. unheard of. Yeah. I, think it's a, I think it's a massive mistake, man. Oh, two yeah. of those three, two through. of those three sandpaper blokes were from New South Wales. I'm just saying, mm. that's true. Yes. Now that the one was that, a lackey. That uh, prompted some oh, outrage or just you know soul searching. Naivety, Ross. Prompted some naivety. (laughs) Prompted some outrage or whatever on Twitter by Jeff Lemon. Oh, hello. I like to refer to it as whinging. Yes. Okay. So, but he he also highlighted a very interesting point now when Mitch Marsh, the bison, was named as a vice captain. Cricket Australia put out in their press release, or said it at the announcement, that um, he was vice captain and. Given his uh, parents, his dad had been a vice oh, captain. Yeah. Lineage. Pedig- pedigree. Pedigree mm. of his, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, he would understand the importance of the office oh, or the yeah. role. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yes. 
Push. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Fuck some people lost their minds over that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking a... dumb to think to say. So yeah. dumb. Yeah. Oh, all they had to say was he captains his state. That's yeah, it. Exactly. All they had to say. Spot on. Yeah. We like what he brings. That's it. We're mm-hmm. happy with that. That no more yeah. fucking discussion. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just that's something written written by a PR slash marketing yeah. person fucking who, who they think sounds fucking great because when they try to sell cheese or yep. milk or fucking <laughs> bananas, yep. they can say this family's been milking these cows for a hundred years and it sounds fucking <laughs> great. Milk it, <laughs> it doesn't work bananas. when you say that this family's been vice captain of Australia for two generations yes. and no one likes that. It doesn't matter. Bega's been making cheese for a hundred years. We'll continue to make cheese in Bega. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> Bega. <laughs> Have a couple of boys in Bega. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, so that was a ridiculous thing to say. Wow. Anyway, we move on now to a bit of domestic one-day cricket. The JLT Cup is in full swing, and there was a remarkable game played uh, on the 28th of September at Hurstville Oval yep. in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Uh, WA batted first, and they made 387 all-out of 47 overs. So they, they <laughs> Three overs they didn't face. You don't bat your overs, you lose the game, Ross. Pretty simple. (laughs) Uh, They made 387, of which Darcy Short, batting at three, made 257 off 148 balls. He hit 15 fours. So that's pretty good. 60 runs in fours. And then he hit 23 sixes. Fucking hell. (laughs) Fucking crazy. Well, at least Darcy Short's son will know the importance of sixes because his dad (laughs) has hit so many sixes. (laughs) The next, the remarkable thing, there are lots of remarkable things about how quickly he scored once he got past 100 and how quickly he went from 100 to 200 and all those things. Lots of stats in there. The most remarkable stat when you look at the scorecard is he made 257. The next highest score was 27. Fuck yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. And they, they didn't bat their overs. Three overs. Yeah. Three overs. Not three balls or something, but three overs. Yeah. Ross, that. Ross, they capitulated like a bunch of bitches they after sure Darcy did. Short went out. <laughs> <laughs> bang, bang, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> so, Mitch, what do you do with the broom? You sweep, son. Yeah, eight overs, off. no maidens, one for 97 off eight. Oh, <laughs> Mickey Lewis style. Yeah, he's going at 12 Ooh, and over. Yeah. And, so uh, close. Our man Billy Stanlake, not too bad. Two for 62, including a maiden off his 10 overs. Bilky, well, well. to chuck down seven wides and one no ball. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah. So in reply then, Queensland 271, Sam Heaslett, or Hazlitt. Yeah, he's fine, man. 107 at the top of the order there. Better well. <laughs> Martin Bright went ballistic, but only for a short period of time. <laughs> he took down 21 off just 13 balls. He rifled it all over the place. He <laughs> sure did. Did yeah. you say he took down 21? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck now, it. The oh. other player of interest that really uh, grabbed our attention in this WA lineup was yes. Usman Kadir, the That's son it. of Pakistani leg spinner extraordinaire Abdul Kadir. Yeah. yeah, and he took uh, none for fifty-one off seven overs and batted eleven. Yeah, yeah. yeah had a good game. Yeah. Oh, great, one of the best. I think he got <laughs> up for the next game. Performance. Oh, I didn't get his shirt tucked in. Probably so dropped two catches. Yeah. yeah, good call. <laughs> <laughs> Sydney Harbour, a couple. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. 
there's you know, plenty of um, obviously JRT Cup, but that was the highlight. The uh, one of the other good games from that uh, the last bank of fixtures was um, Jack Edwards made a ton for New South Wales. Youngest bloke Edward. ever, yeah. 116, 112. Um, <laughs> Moises Enriquez made 134, and they chased Boys. down 296 by Queensland. Mm-hmm. So they they made four for 300. Chris Lynn made a ton, 135 as well. So lots of centuries because that was a Dremoyne Oval in Sydney. Does this have bat wheel travel, Ross? Or what's I haven't on? read out <laughs> line for line every game. I haven't read every game. He hasn't had any entertaining nicknames either, you yeah. fucking cunts. Yeah, That's it. Uh, I'm with uh, you, yeah. Mick. I want to take my feet back. Yeah, back. Okay. I'm with you. <laughs> Pales into comparison, Mick. Pales into <laughs> I, I wanted to read out every line of the scorecard, but you know. There's been a couple of good games. Cameron White's yeah. had a pretty good series. He's made a couple of 50s, and Peter Hanscom yeah. looks like he's back in form for the Vic, so that's good. Mm. Yeah, Marcus Stoinis made 93 or 49 balls to um, yeah. run down a small total posted by Tassie the other day. And the last one I want to touch on was uh, Queensland and South Australia. Uh, that game was good uh, game. One, of, one of the many finals that they're playing. Now, mm. Cal Ferguson made 101 off 80 balls, but uh, Queensland's total of 363 proved too much. South Australia all out for 334. Lynn uh, got so. 200s this series, and I think Cal Ferg yeah. got 200s, I think. Yep. So, yep. pretty good. Yep, and so the semi-finals are coming up today and tomorrow. Uh, sorry, Saturday and Sunday. So yeah, was that so the top four teams, Ross, out of the six? or? Yeah, well, after they'd gone through... Victoria scraped through today as the match against New South Wales was abandoned without a ball being bowled, so they got mm-hmm. lucky there. So the two semi-finals are Tassie versus Queensland at Moyne tomorrow, 2 o'clock, and then 10.30 Sunday, WA versus Victoria at the Junction Oval. Oh, City power. Yeah. I'm torn. Yeah. WA versus all, Vic. I'm torn. Yeah, yeah. It all concludes on Wednesday at the Junction Oval. A day game on a Wednesday. Oh, That's great. Yeah. Famous, famous days. Of days. Famous <laughs> day, day of for days. For a final. The day of days, and it's not even during school holiday. That's it. JRT's <laughs> day of days. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fox Sports will be loving that day game on a Wednesday yeah. as the final. They'll get a lot oh, of ratings, a lot of I people can't, flicking on. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait till obviously, day. they play the um, uh, Matador Cup Marathon the night before. <laughs> <laughs> and then... And then they play that song, you know, that famous song, that one random Wednesday in October. Oh, that gets me going. Jeez, that gets me going. Uh, Mick Brady. Uh, I thought you were going to say, when they sing up there, Peter Taylor. (laughs) 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 Uh, uh, Ah, gold. All right. (laughs) Move for him. (laughs) Oh. Domestic into cricket, women's to cricket, international Ross. International cricket. No, women's cricket. Yes, well, international sort of cricket. international. Yes, w- women's cricket. Yes. yes. First yes. up, Australia, 2-0 uh, up against New Zealand in the Get Trans-Tasman them. Series. And it, this third game is on, on now. <laughs> Can't hear a word of what you're saying. Yeah, good. That's Keep going. Right. Uh, yep. Uh, New Zealand all out 103. Australia none for 93. So you're doing it easy. Going to win uh, that uh, one 3-0. Oh, They've got the T20... World Cup coming up for women in the West Indies shortly, so good warm-up for them. The last piece of information I have for you is how would you like to play uh, test cricket for the West Indies? Because Love it. they're currently in India, and they're playing against uh, 
a very strong Indian lineup. Uh, it was an interesting first innings by India. They made six, nine declared for 649. Yep. They brought in uh, a new opener, Prithvi Shaw. He made 134. Yep, our he's man, 18. Yeah, yeah, 18 man, years old. Steve Pajara, 86. Bit disappointing. Steve. Virat Kohli, 139. <laughs> Rishab Pant, 92. And Ravi Pant, yeah, P A N T. Drop yep. your pant. And <laughs> 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 then. Ravi Ravi Jadeja made 100 not out. So they had three tons in the top seven. They could have had five. Jadeja, yeah. He made a ton. He made a ton, yeah, batting seven. (laughs) They could have had five tons in the top five because Pant, old trousers, made 92. (laughs) And um, Steve made 86. But the bloke who who missed out was... um, Lokesh Rahul, top of the order, <laughs> out for a four-ball duck. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Ball hey, Ro- Gabriel, Jesus. Yeah, LBW Ro- Gabriel, yeah. Hey, Roscoe, can I just chuck mm. a little stat at you about Virat Kohli? Yes. He's now third on the um, hundreds as captain list uh, behind Ooh. Graham Smith, who got mm-hmm. uh, 25 for South Africa, mm-hmm. and Ricky Ponting, who uh, amassed Ooh. 19 for Australia. So he's got 17 centuries as captain. Mm-hmm. And I dare say that would be the bulk of his centuries currently. So mm. uh, he's well so on his way that, to eclipse mm. that record. Was that Ricky Ponting before or after he got bowled by Jacques Cullis and fell on his face? <laughs> Not even well funny. Well before, Ross. Not well even before. funny. Not even funny. It's fucking <laughs> That fucking... All his feet in the air. There's no part of his body touching the ground. Stuff's everywhere. It's like a still photo of it. I just his like... face is looking at the crease. It's fucking hilarious. Well, I just like Gid throwing out shade. He's left the ball five times and been bold. <laughs> hey. Twice. Three. Yeah, sorry. Three times. <laughs> Can we go back to this Indian match? Yeah. So, Royston Chase... Bowled 26 overs, one maiden, one for 137. Oh, in one for. How about the bloke who bowled 54 overs, four for 217? <laughs> 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 At least he took some fucking wickets. Uh, true, old Bishu. Yeah. He'd want to have to bowl 100 overs, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. And um, in, in reply, the West Indies aren't firing the pitch quite as much to their liking. <laughs> they're six, six for 94 Of course they are And their number yeah, four right. batsman Shimron Hetmeyer was run out You just need to sneak another run in When you're chasing 649 <laughs> Just need to take a quickie yeah? Yeah. you got, you got to take every one you can get <laughs> That's it. Exactly, singles win matches fellas <laughs> Especially when you're shaking hands at one end <laughs> So how on earth how on earth is Craig Brathwaite playing county cricket when these guys can't even hold a stick that are well, playing? Uh, he's, he's probably saying I'm he's not playing. playing. He is playing. He's captain. Oh, he's playing. He's captain. Oh. Carlos or Craig? <laughs> yeah, so um, all, all hope rests with Roston Chase. He's in there. He bats at six as well as bowling yeah, a shit oh, yeah. ton of overs. Yeah. And um, old mate Kimo Paul at 13 not out. So <laughs> yeah. be looking for a big effort from them. Uh, yeah, just <laughs> wait for the up. heavens to open up. I think. <laughs> yeah, and Ooh, yeah. just to give you a real in-depth look at this, Alex, the third umpire is Australia's Bruce Oxenford. Oh, and the, good operator. Yeah, great operator. Is he the bloke with the ink on the forearm? 
Bruce uh, No, is he the one who wore the fucking um, Star Wars like face disc? Yeah, I think he might be. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> and uh, the match referee, Alex, is Stuart Broad's dad, Chris. Yeah, yep. Yep. Job, yeah jobs for the boys. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll, uh, because Indy's in this, he'll find them for some sort of fucking indiscretion. Yeah. yeah. He hates the Indian team. Yeah, England oh, really? spice oh, rack. That's what they used to Ooh. call it. Okay. All right. Okay, Ross over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, Australia won for 100 against New Zealand. Will they collapse? I don't think. Yeah. Oh, no, fuck it out. They will capitulate like a bunch of, oh, I can't say bitches. Um... People. Dog men. Yeah. Dog men. All right. Uh, do we have any listener feedback? No. No. Well, I got feedback from Tim, which he said <laughs> it was good that, we, that we'd stop talking about women's cricket. But you just talked about it. So. Oh. Nah, I think it's because we don't know what we're talking about, is what he's saying, yeah. Alex. Oh, he's saying because yeah. we don't actually research it, we shouldn't bother. Uh-huh. Oh, Maybe yeah. that well, could be we should be anything. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't do a podcast. Shouldn't do a I've podcast been saying that all. for three years, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe... It's okay to have a passion, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no. Maybe that could be your new segment, Alex, women's cricket. You could research that sure. right, rather than groundskeeping corner. Yeah. Sure, I'm quite happy to do that, fellas. It's uh, recorded. Right up we your also, alley. Um, yeah. We also got some feedback from Pat Howard, who said that um, <laughs> none of us would get in a state podcasting team. We're just not good enough. <laughs> and he's embarrassed for us, and he's embarrassed that we even had to, po- had to podcast at all. So, yeah. Yeah. Should we uh, continue with that one, Mick? I was going to leave that for next time. Oh, we can do it next time. Yeah. I just wanted to get that it, in. It's very... Article. We'll put a bit of sizzle there. It's very funny. We'll read that article yeah. out. That's very interesting <laughs> stuff. But uh, no, yeah. we've gone uh, way way past my bedtime. Tight ship. <laughs> tight ship. Uh, the tightest of tight ships. Yeah. No sand in here. It's a tight ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> i got no idea. That brings Let's us go. to a close. We're on all major social media and podcasting platforms. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, at Metal Cricket on our website. The next podcast will be in a fortnight. Until next time, it's bye for now. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. See ya. See ya.